0: What up? What up? This is Chris.
1: This is Rob. Wait, wait, wait. I'm Chris. (laughs) That's Rob. I hope you enjoy our show. Have a great time. The myth, the legend.
0: What up? What up? How are you doing? What What up? Here we up with Rob and Chris. That's right. Take two. Take two. Take two. We were in, we were interviewing Rusty before. We had a little bit of technical glitches. Yeah. We are back now with Rusty, the hypnotist, wrestler. Right. What else? Um. Oh my God! Talk right. show host. Talk show host. He does it all. Yes. He's out of the uh, comedian. I- comedian. That's what it was. Come comedian.
2: on. Comedian. Yeah. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. (laughs) So hilarious that he can't even figure out that his stupid phone works way better than his, uh, I call it podcast visual video studio. Yeah. Who knew? Who the phone knows, works
1: great. Yeah. He's got like a 8 billion K camera resolution on his phone that keeps going out. I don't know. I don't get it. But anyway, that's a different story. So how are you doing, buddy? How's
0: it Man,
2: going? I'm doing pretty all right. I'm chilling out. It's uh I don't know. I'm in I'm in Utah now, doing the whole Utah thing. Nice, nice Salt Lake City. So uh, I think I was. I don't know if I'd moved here yet. No, I hadn't moved here. Yet. I must have still been in Minnesota when yeah, yeah. Uh, that that other one happened. Uh, when I was in, actually, I was in outer space. So what? what the hell am that's I? That's right. You were or...
0: world at the time.
2: So yeah, I was, uh, everybody I was... that's
0: watching doesn't have a clue what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. We've been through this before already. So we get to go back and retell the story, but we know a little bit more. So we got to make sure that we're telling everybody really about Rusty Diamond the hip.
1: Right? Yeah, absolutely. So,
0: let's go right back to the beginning and let's let's talk about, you know, where it all came about because you started off wrestling, right? Then it went into an accident that become became hit, his uh hypnotist, right? So,
2: tell us the story. Yeah. Man. All right. So, yeah. So, let's see. So, maybe 2008 back in those those days, I used to be a musician uh very much quote unquote uh my friend and i used to play with two playstation 2s i think i told you about this yeah and uh and that turned into we stopped playing music we had all this stuff set aside all this music we never used so then that became a web series which was be based on me starting out becoming being a professional wrestler and so I did that I was a professional wrestler for maybe a year and a half or two years training and stuff and what was and your then,
0: what was your wrestler name?
2: Rusty Diamond but oh, you okay. didn't
0: have like the claw or uh
2: there's been there's been many a moniker there's been uh there's been uh, the boogie board king of Westland, Oregon.
1: Yeah, I think that
2: was, think that was my favorite one. I only exactly. used that one up in uh, up in Canada. Uh, and then let's see, I've been the the guy, the guy upstairs. The guy upstairs. Uh, uh, there's probably some others. What's that?
1: The guy upstairs That's that sounds like dangerous.
2: a dangerous person uh it was it was very dangerous person I was quite a dangerous guy but yeah this was this was before I uh, came down and started doing actually no that was after California I need to get back down in California I'm not far away now, so it's it's uh it's becoming more tempting but so I was yeah so I was a wrestler for some time and then I wanted to get better on the microphone so I decided hey I'll start doing comedy and so I sort of fell into being a comedian never really super funny that wasn't really my my thing I'd hang out at shows and be on shows that comedians would produce labeled as stand-up comedy shows but I'd be on them whatever Whatever it is, I would do. I'm not great at telling jokes. That's never, never been a strong suit of mine. But so yes, yeah, so I wrestled then and tore it all over stupid places, cool places, places uh, I never thought I'd go to in my life. I probably visited most every sort of fraternal organization from. Yeah, uh, from California up through Canada, I probably hit them all and wrestled in all them. And that's that interesting. Yeah. So there was a fraternity circuit. Like no. Oh no 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 the fraternal organizations like the uh, the, oh, okay. the Moose yeah. clubs the Elks clubs the. Uh- oh yeah,
0: that, okay, right. Yeah. That's that's right. Yeah. Like
1: yeah, but you were like going from Canada to Oakland to like
2: in like two days i mean driving like seven hours just to get oh and then it's got to perform yeah 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 yeah. it was yeah like start in portland on friday night at about nine o'clock at night drive up six hours to vancouver bc sleep there for a few hours wake up at maybe six or seven and drive four hours east to kelowna do a show in Kelowna, and then as soon as the show was over, drive back over to Vancouver, which is four hours back, and that would be on the let's see, yeah, uh, late Friday night, and then Saturday, we would do a show in Vancouver, and that would end probably, or we'd leave right after our match, so it was maybe like 9 or 10 o'clock, and then drive all the way down, pick up, maybe someone in Portland, maybe not, and then drive all the way down to Chico, California, which is, I think, 13 or 14 hours total from there. And then we would usually get there about right before our matches start, do our matches, hop right back in the car, and drive like 9, 10 hours back home and go to work, go right to work, no sleep just wow yeah so it was uh it was pretty draining so then yeah so then I ended up after let's see 2017 I ended up stepping in a hole at my job during the week probably because I was sleep deprived and yep. uh ended up twisting my ankle no, my ankle twisting my knee pretty bad uh stepping in a hole and then that just pretty much ended everything with my wrestling uh so i didn't know what to do i became depressed mm-hmm. as you know it might happen uh, and talked with my therapist and she recommended me this book and this book was about jobs for people kind of like myself and she she knew me pretty well which was pretty cool i was always pretty skeptical against um any sort of you know therapist or psychologist psychiatrist whatever it may be I just never had good experience but she's great and yeah she sent me to this book and I read the book in a few hours and saw one of the things in there was a hypnotist the other was a Reiki and I thought I'm gonna be a hypnotist so Googled hypnosis teacher in Portland, Oregon, and called the first one. There
1: you go. Talked to
2: him for probably 20, 25 minutes on the phone and said, hey, come in on Monday and we'll talk to see if you want to do this class. And went in and talked to him for an hour and a half. And I mean, I've been in wrestling, so I'm thinking that most of these uh you know, hypnosis and all that stuff is just, a, you know, a stage act. Uh, not to say the wrestling's fake, but there's uh probably some trickery, but that's uh, what I thought hypnosis was. was a lot of trickery, but it's really not, and then that kind of blew my mind, and so that got me to sign up for the course, and maybe he's just a great hypnotist, and maybe I thought it was really dumb going in, and that's just how good he is, but Either way, I was I was set. I signed up for the course, and after barely squeaking through from middle school, high school, college, getting the absolute bare minimum, maybe a tiny bit above on each one of those, I was top of the class of this one, and
1: oh, nice!
2: Just yeah, got right into right into it. Started hypnotizing people, maybe. I don't know maybe two or three months into it, I was already hypnotizing people and besides people in the class, because that was, I mean, every class in the training we'd hypnotize each other at least once, if not two or three times. And so you leave class. I don't know if you guys watch The Simpsons or not. If uh maybe bo- Catholic,
1: right?
2: Okay. Well, there was this one episode where uh Homer gets his let's see he befriends some crows and they go and they peck him in the eye and he ends up getting medical marijuana and he goes and he's he's driving down the road afterwards after uh he's smoking and like if you watch that scene that's how i felt every time i left um my hypnosis class but i wasn't high at all i was completely 100 sober but he just I have this, you know, people can't see me but i just feel like i'm kind of floating on the cloud like you know people getting traffic people getting all pissed off and i'm just i'm having a great time i'm just yeah. kind of vibing to whatever's going on so um, is that
0: kind of where you and you were where you want people to find you as a hypnotist is to to give them that kind of relief right a lot of these people come to a hypnotist to get some relief from whatever they're dealing with smoking or stress or those kind of things right yeah so what what is some of your favorite um like things that you've done like that you've really kind of felt like you've changed somebody's life
2: sure well uh yeah i had a a smoker who was my age which is uh yeah yeah you know whatever age i may be and so she was eight years old when she started smoking her sister was I think 10 or 11 and she was smoking cigarettes and to make it so she couldn't tattle on her mom or her that uh older sister was smoking cigarettes she made the younger sister smoke cigarettes so there wouldn't be anything to say and so uh she was smoking for I mean that would put it right about well I guess there'll be some math here so about like Thirty years you know right around there and I one one session with me I went I talked to her for probably a half hour beforehand and then after the set or after talking with her she said she still wanted to do it and I spent probably an hour hypnotizing her to stop smoking and then she Hasn't stopped smoking. Hasn't stopped smoking. She has not smoked since then, and that was wow, November yeah. twenty nine or twenty eighteen, yeah. I think. And so, and I still talk with her. And so that was
1: nice. That's yeah, nice. yeah,
2: that, that was a fun one. And then,
1: definitely. oh, sorry. No, I was saying just uh, saying. Definitely, that was oh. able to be able to. Okay keep in contact with her and, you know, she's still not smoking and all that kind of good stuff, so. Yeah. Now let's go into your, um, to being a comic. How did that come about
2: for you? So, um, let's see. So in like 2011, 2012, I was, yeah, maybe a year or two into wrestling. And there were two guys that I worked with there, in Portland who were both I don't know, get, getting scouted by the, the bigger name companies are there. And um, both of them ended up sustaining pretty bad head injuries and had to retire. Um, one got a bad kick in the head and the other just ended up having too many concussions. and. This was after there was a guy, that uh, Chris Nowinski. He was a, a wrestler for a short little while in WWE, and yeah, I remember him. Okay, well, yeah, he he was a Harvard graduate, and yeah. uh, he ended up, I think, getting a kick in the head,
1: yeah, a he real was bad on one. Tough enough too, if I remember
2: correctly. Yeah, he was on Tough Enough, exactly. That's the guy, and uh, he ended up creating a foundation, a concussion legacy foundation. Um, And they do a whole bunch of research on CTE and all that fun stuff. And he made a book and it's, I mean, it's sort of about wrestling, but I mean, it's written like someone who went to Harvard and writes Harvard papers would write a book. So it was very, very factual. And it was, it scared the me when I read it. Cause I've had, I've had a number of head injuries from, you know, growing up all through um, up until before I became a wrestler. Uh, and so that's when I, you, you as well. Oh, yeah.
1: I've been knocked in the head numerous times. Same with this guy. Yeah, we're married.
2: Huh? You, get... <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you get uh, it's crazy. I mean, like when we were kids and we were playing sports, it's you get it. It's like, oh, you just got your bell rung, you know, or used to you know. Call it, right? yeah,
1: exactly. Got your bell Shake rung. it off. You'll be OK in a minute. right? Why do I see yeah. three of you? Right yeah. you now, that type of thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, you see stars. It's like okay, they're gonna go away in a minute or so. Just chill out for a few minutes. But then exactly. you know, um, I mean, all those those little things, and you know, anytime you're playing any sport, uh, you know, where you're if it's you know football or hockey or lacrosse, some sport like that, every time you you hit someone and you know your head's rattling back and forth or play in soccer, you know, every time I, you know, do a header, you know, that's me up there. And so, I mean, throughout all that, I went and once I saw those two go and retire, I was like, well, you know what? I got to do a couple things here in wrestling. And that was really my goal. I didn't, you know, I had that in life. I wanted to wrestle at least once and, I put that away because there was some people who, I don't know, a lot of people said I was way too small and I took it to heart because I was an idiot back then. And then I got to a point where I stopped giving it. And that's the point of life you need to get to at some point. Right, Uh, It's not giving a shit. And so once, yeah, once they stopped, I was like, yeah, I better learn how to do something so I don't have to be, doing as much physical stuff so i wanted to learn how to get better on the mics i figure i can do more with that um if i can't do physical stuff do stuff you know telling and not telling jokes but getting people riled up or you know making them making them like me or whatever it may be but um yeah i ended up doing that and it was it was fun it was exhausting uh, it was i bet a lot of, a lot of nights spent at the bars, um, and then staying after going after hours places and staying up more and, you know, that's how you, you schmooze around and, oh, yeah. you know, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of politics it's in the politics and stuff. Build your context, got a
1: network and it doesn't happen, yeah. you know, nine to five, it happens, you know, five to five
2: in the morning usually yeah yeah middle of night it's like oh hey you're funny like i i make a do a show you know you should be on it here soon it's like oh well yeah okay sure let's let's do that and so um see i did comedy i still do it i mean it was just it was exhausting and then like after a while, then I, I moved to, I had Northern Idaho for a while and I did comedy up in that area, which was a lot more fun. Is comedy uh, Port- different wherever you go? Absolutely. Absolutely. You set it
0: up differently, depending on where you're at, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, if I'm in Portland, like in Portland proper, like in the in the city, there are lots of things that are off topic um or off, off not off topic off of uh, all, right. off limits that so you can talk about they need their safe space right you just can't yeah, talk the, about the,
1: what that is true right. true
0: <laughs> yeah right yeah, yeah. but, but in Idaho or it'd be potatoes in yeah and I the potatoes
2: corn so they don't they don't care Flies. uh mm-hmm. one time I had a guy Uh, Showing me his tits because he had Free Willy written across his. Can I? I can't. Might not be able to say that. Um, He he showed me.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. We showed me Free Willy, and that was that was uh, an an important moment in my life. But I mean, I could say whatever I wanted up there, and you know, I'm not saying stuff to put people down and just completely you know, make, making fun of them like that. But there's just so many topics that were so just, you can't, if you say anything, you're going to get blackballed. And it was right. sort of the same in, in Minneapolis too. And um, I mean, in Minneapolis, it became the only jokes I, would you know, I mean, every set would have, Uh, a joke about orange man bad and i mean i mean there's it becomes low-hanging fruit for one i mean like well whatever your your thoughts are about trump like i mean i'm i'm not i'm not a trump guy i mean i'm not either either side but i mean every comedian had a joke about that and they were all kind of the same like just waiting for it to happen and comedy or in Portland, it was sort of the same thing. It's like they had jokes about that. They had jokes about their cat and they had jokes about their um their quote unquote unique sexual preference that
0: everyone else seems to have. Right, yeah, true.
2: No, and,
1: agree.
2: Yeah. So, and if
0: you so let me let me ask, because we we're gonna um we're almost at the end of the show. Oh, geez. Yeah, okay. we're going good here. Yeah, um, but hypnotism is kind of your thing now, right? That's that's what you're really focused on. And so, yeah. back before we end, um, what? First of all, how do people get a hold of you? We're going to obviously put this in, in. Yeah, we'll put it down there, over there, up there, the
1: around,
0: circle. descriptions when so you get a hold of uh, Rusty. Sure. Um, but what subscribe. is your ideal? Right. What's your ideal like person who? When, when somebody's watching here, they're like, hey, I'd love it if Rusty were to hypnotize me and help me with this. What's kind of your ideal right now?
2: Hey, you know what? I'll go for anything. You want to get a better golf swing, I'll give you a better golf swing. You want to, you know, there's anyone you can do to stop smoking or, or weight loss. You can come to me if you want to. But all if you've had alien encounters, I will help you relive those. Here you go.
1: Rob's an alien, and I've encountered him. You know what? So. That's actually an interesting. Even better.
0: Watch, um, there are a lot of people that probably would um, like for somebody to hypnotize them and pull something yeah, that out. Yeah, that would actually be so. interesting. It's it's
2: been really interesting. I I loved doing those. I've there's been a good amount of people I've worked with who've done those, and also uh, erotic hypnosis. If that's uh, yeah, something, I
1: want to take time out. No. Don't want to know about the erotic hypnosis. No <laughs> way. I want to actually go back to the alien, though. Sure. Because you know, I know we're wrapping things up, but I gotta know: Are you allowed to talk about any of those alien encounters? Could you give us a story? Oh,
2: guys. Um, I mean, the all, what I will say is the ones that have actually been brought up into something have all had very 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 similar experiences of what's happened and what they see um and the other ones happen to be a lot of places out rural places you know rural place just exactly kind of what you'd expect
0: so stay in it. the cities yes stay, yeah, and they stay in the, the cities means.
2: unless no they're gonna
0: to meet them go to the rural areas
2: yeah, and it's not going to be like Independence Day where you go and you, they the they tell you not to go up on top of the building and she goes and she stands up on top of the yep. building while the aliens do. They yep. blow her up. Stop. So don't go stay on top of a building. Right. Maybe be in Stop. the city, yeah. but they're not going to do that necessarily in the movie. They're going to go out into the rural part. So if you want to hang I out... I
0: think you need yeah. a top 10 list. Yes, For- Rusty's top ten list of how to
1: deal with aliens. I think that would be awesome. That would be a great, great not only podcast, put up on your web, put up on That's your right. stuff.
2: That would be so much fun for you. I wanna to- Yeah. Yeah, I am I'm all for that. Now that I what kind of royalties do I owe you now?
0: Nothing. You just take Ad, it and ride and have fun. We're having a good time with everybody in this
2: world. <laughs> Oh yeah, and
0: uh, such amazing people just like you. You're close now. You're down in Salt Lake now, so at some point maybe we'll meet you. Yeah, definitely. uh, Somewhere that'd be really fun. Yeah. So, Busty,
1: do me a favor. Give us a shout out where your podcast is, your website, all that good stuff, so we can definitely put it out and about. Go for it. Yeah.
2: Sure. Um, Everything can be found. I have one of those gosh darn things, uh, a link tree. Okay. And that has everything. That's all at RustyDiamond.net. Okay. Um, so Perfect. that has we'll
0: my net's right down there. You see it coming across the screen Yep. right now. There you go. Boom. We... There, there it there is. It and, yeah. Hey, Rusty, it was great to talk to you again. We hope to yeah, talk guys to you too, in, Rob and Chris. in the future. And hey, man. Definitely. Keep doing what you're doing. Love ya. And, uh, we'll you. And we'll talk guys to you too.
1: soon. What up? What up, everybody? Thanks again, Rusty. What up?